You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Today, I have Matt Kopko on the line, and Matt is the VP of Public Policy at Daily Pay. Now, Matt was drawn to Daily Pay because he has a passion for focusing on emerging emerging technologies, just like myself, that help improve the lives of millions of working individuals. As the VP of Public Policy, he manages Daily Pay's interaction with regulators, legislators, and other government officials and stakeholders. Now, we will get all into what Daily Pay is. I'm super excited because this meshes my loves of HR and personal finance. So thank you, Matt, for coming on the show today. Thank you, Tiffany. So happy to be here. Absolutely. So let's just hop right in, right? So when when um, you all reached out about being on the show, at first I was a little skeptical, right? Because I don't want to push any payday lending and things like that. But then when I reached out to one of my HR mentors, they said that they had just finished implementing you all software. So I said, you know what, if he gives it the thumbs up, I give it the thumbs up. Let's go ahead and do this and have them on. So I just want to jump in. What is daily pay? Sure. So daily pay is uh, what's called the earned wage access benefit. It's a leading employer benefit that is new as of the last couple of years or so. It's been around for about five, but really started hitting up traction the last two years. And essentially what it is, it's an ATM for your paycheck offered through your employer. And as you can imagine with so many people struggling to live paycheck to paycheck, oftentimes, you know, life doesn't happen at the 15th or the 30th of the month. And that's when people are drawn to these really predatory and dangerous services like payday loans or overdraft fees. And the philosophy behind daily pay is you work every day, you earn money every day. In a lot of states, actually, if you quit or are fired, you're supposed to legally be paid within the same day or the next day. And so why is it actually, if you think about it, why are we loaning our employers our wages for two to four weeks at a time, as opposed to having the right to have our own property as we earn it? So the daily pay technology is implemented through employers to help use all these data streams of the time and attendance system, the payroll and the accounting to estimate that net earned take-home pay that you have. So no lending against future wages, no payday lending. In fact, it's the opposite. This is the cure to payday lending. Uh, for, for a service like daily pay, what you, what you can do is instead of having uh, to go to a payday lender in between paychecks, you know that halfway through your pay cycle, you've already earned half your pay. And so with this ATM for your paycheck, you access your own money. They're your own funds. You're not going to a lender. You're not taking out or extending yourself uh, beyond anything that you haven't earned. And it's a great way for people to avoid that $35 overdraft fee, avoid having to go into the terrible, terrible cycle of payday debt. And for that reason, it's growing really fast around the country right now because people are starting to realize, you know, in a world of instant everything, in the gig economy, people are used to being paid daily. Uh, you know, in the employment world, it's great to say we have good paying jobs with benefits. People should have the ability to get paid on a more flexible schedule than, you know, once or twice a month, which is sadly what most people are stuck with right now. I love that. I love that for so many reasons. Um, for one, getting rid of the payday lending industry, which is horrible. And for those that are not familiar, um, payday lending is when you go and get a pretty much an advance on your paycheck from usually some gas station or somewhere like that. And they charge an exorbitant amount of fees and interest and all types of stuff to make it to where usually it's a never ending cycle. So you go get one, then 
then you find out you're in the hole when your paycheck does come. And so you have to get another one and so on and so forth. And that's how they make their money. And it's loan shark lending rates. I mean, I've seen 20, 30%. Um, it's just ridiculous. So for a company like this to come along and um, try to, you know, get that industry out, you know, somewhere far away where nobody is ever um, affected. I love that. And then I also love the concept that you just said, you know, for instance, I know working for the university, I only get paid once a month. And so it's like <laughs> in the it's meantime, crazy. in between time, um, luckily that's not my main form of income, but for people that it is, you know, you have to budget by the month, um, which could be tough for people. So to have an option where you can make it, you know, once a week or once every couple of weeks, you know, maybe make it on a biweekly pay period, or even if you wanted it every day, um, you could. And so I love that concept so much because it would help people budget. It would help people be able to stick to their budget um, and kind of just, have an easier flow of money. So I'm so excited about that. Now, how is um, on-demand pay going to make the bi-weekly payroll cycle a thing of the past? Like, you, do you feel like this is something that more and more companies are going to implement and, you know, bring on board? Yeah, I mean, uh, a phrase we use is the tube is kind of out of the toothpaste at this point. Um, once people start having the experience of being paid flexibly like this, and we think of this kind of really as the right to be paid as frequently as you need in life, right? As, as opposed to, as we talked about lending your employer, uh, your wages for two to four weeks at a time. Um, people, people are like, wow, like it's like a, a wake up moment for you, right? You say, man, I used to like go and every other Friday used to have to ask for my paycheck from my employer. It's just crazy. So right. we think this is going to be, um, you know, part of the financial infrastructure of the future. One thing we're really excited that we're working on, um, and I do want to address your important points on, on payday lending because we have some great research and, and other information on that, but um, this is becoming part of the financial infrastructure. We are launching new partnerships with banks, with other financial intermediaries, where it's going to be like powered by daily pay as opposed to just daily pay. So we think this is going to be part of the plumbing of the financial system of the future that people are going to look back in a few years and say, man, remember that crazy old time when I used to get like, mailed a paycheck every two to four weeks or direct deposited every two to four weeks, which is an artifact of uh, the early 1900s, actually, when people had to start implementing the, the tax system. Uh, so, so for us, it's like, you know, the future is, is now uh, instant payments. Everyone is used to that. People are now increasingly used to two-day delivery with Amazon. And, and so this idea that you have to wait weeks at a time for something that's already yours. That's the other fundamental thing here, right? It's one thing to want to buy something and have it in a couple of days. When you work uh, a shift at your job, that's your money. Work's been done. Sweat has been, you know, done. That's, that's your work. So for us, we're, we're trying to honor that value of labor, value of hard work. And, uh, you know, another awesome thing about our app too is, um, you know, people are able to track their earnings in the app um, increasingly actually on an hourly basis, which is kind of crazy because we get these live data feeds from the employer. And I would say uh, about half of our, our users on the system don't even transact financially with the app. They just love monitoring their earnings balance going up every day because it helps them, again, as you noted, be better budgeters, right? So a lot of people are on the platform just for that information visibility to say, man, it's so great to know that today, net of taxes, I made $127. I used to get some random weird number every two weeks, just kind of dropped out of the, the sky into my bank account. And I don't know how to make sense of, oh, can I spend this all now? I know I got a budget for rent and I know I got a budget for my car payment, but now you can, that, that information flow helps people build what we call uh, mental heuristics to say, okay, 
127 a day, 127 next day. Now I see kind of how my cash inflows are calibrated with my cash outflows. And it helps people uh, from what we've seen from our research, they report to us by a margin of over 20 to one, become more responsible budgeters and spenders because now they have that closer uh, relationship and link with their pay. But if I could, is it okay if we talk about payday lending? Yeah, sure, absolutely, please do. <laughs> so, you know, as you noted, the, the payday lending industry is very dangerous for people. Um, and it's actually not very well known how dangerous it is. Um, people think of it, oh, it's just $15 of fees or so. But in fact, the average is $45 to $55 per two-week pay cycle. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, right? So the, the Pew Charitable Trust has looked at this and said, the average payday loan tends to be about $375 of pay. And in that process, it gets rolled over about eight times and results in about $502 of interest and fees for the average payday loan user. So people think they're going in, paying a few bucks to get an advance on their pay, and they're going to end up into a cycle of $500 of debt. Uh, Daily Pay sitting here saying that's insanity, right? And so what we see is if you ever have a $35 overdraft fee coming your way, you should be working with a company like Daily Pay to get that for either $2 or $3. And increasingly, actually, we're able to offer this for free, kind of like Venmo, right? If you want it next day, it's free. Or if you want it instantly, it's like $2. And then similarly with a payday loan, you know, I don't want to say credibly that you can avoid an entire payday loan with one Daily Pay transaction. But even if you do it, you know, once a week, let's say for a few weeks, right? That's about $12 instead of 500. So for us, what we're saying is we're kind of, you know, taking a zero off of the payday lending industry and giving people a fantastic option when life happens. So for us, we're very excited to disrupt the payday lending industry, um, and we're doing it on the market side alongside you know, important policymakers who are trying to reform payday and overdraft from inside. Nice, nice. And I am so excited about that because like you said, I've had clients, for instance, that were stuck in the payday loan cycle, and it's horrible. It's horrible, and especially because the people that it... Um, it preys on are people that are just looking for money to get food, to get, um, you know, pay their rent, pay their more, whatever the case may be. It's like to cover their necessities and they feel like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a good way I can do this. And lo and behold, it's just, it, it, it starts a horrible, horrible cycle. So I am so grateful for you all as a company. Now, just so we're clear for my listeners, um, daily pay is not something that they can just download and, you know, do it themselves, it actually has to go through their employer, right? Yeah. So we're an employee benefit system. We offer a software and financial platform for employers. Um, We do not generally solicit the public. There are other fintechs out there that are trying to offer people money over the internet. We think that's a much different business and has its own dangers, right? For us, this is only inside of a verified employment environment, Um, but we're pretty, pretty large, uh, you know, less known company out there. We actually serve millions of workers across our employer platform. We have uh, multiple of the largest employers in the nation on our platform. Uh, Some because of our contracts with them, we can't pop their logos or names out there, but some really, really large household names. As you can imagine, some of the places you probably shop on a daily basis are within our platform and system. And then also other companies like Kroger, who not a lot of people know is one of the 10 largest employers in the nation, the Kroger uh, supermarket chain, mm-hmm. uh, the DeVita, the, the dialysis company, Tractor Supply Co. Um, so very large companies. And we also have very small companies, right? We have companies uh, in California with seven employees on the system. So, uh, you know, we love trying to serve employees large and small. And part of the thing we've been able to do as we've grown now is build out an entirely dedicated small and medium business sales force mm-hmm. so that this shouldn't be something that you have to work at a big company to be able to get. This is a 
fantastic employee benefit. It's the way of the future. And as we grow, we're building the ability to help serve people in the medium size and small business industries. Nice. And I mean, this seems like, because like, for instance, I worked at a staffing agency. That's who just implemented you guys. And that payroll was huge because I used to run the payroll, right? And so I'm like, oh, with all of these employees. So Here's a question for you, because <laughs> now I'm curious. Um, so as people, because you said it, it updates daily, correct? So th- do they- or hourly for more for more recent uh, integrations. Gotcha. So with that, is it that the employee needs to put in the time they got there, the time they left in the daily pay app, or do they do it in their employer system and then it automatically- yeah. So they do it all in their normal systems. And for us, you know, all these pieces about compliance is really critical to my role. I'm a you know, compliance and regulatory attorney, and I make sure that whatever we're doing is compliant with all the existing laws out there. So the beauty of the daily pay system is on the employee side and the employer side, you guys essentially keep everything in the way it's been, and then we take care of the rest, and I can quickly explain how. So you're right. As an employee, you enter your time in attendance and your time clock app the way you normally would have beforehand. And for the employer, as you mentioned, Right. Being an HR professional running payroll is probably one of the least fun parts of the job. It takes days. It's tons of number crunching. And so what we said is we don't want to disrupt any of those systems because that's going to be friction to getting this system implemented. Right. So what we do as daily pay is we write custom technology integration where we can integrate with your time and attendance feed and with your payroll and accounting feed and directly with the payroll system so that we're seamlessly involved in payroll. So now what happens is. Uh, it used, you know, used to be more typical overnight on a nightly basis, we sync with the data feed, but now with some of the newer apps, we, like I said, can do it hourly. So uh, for employees, you know, from time to time, they, they call in if they're on a daily schedule, right? They work and they say, well, I want my money right now. We'll say, it's not going to be available till tomorrow because we don't have the data from your employer. We can't just give you money without data from the employer verifying that you work today. So for most people, it is same day. Um, and it's through the same system and we kind of take it from there. It's kind of a bit of a, a set it and forget it kind of thing. So we do an automatic data integration with the employer. We're pulling that time and attendance data on a constant basis and updating what's called the available balance in the app for each individual. Nice, nice. So here's another question because you brought up taxes too. So how do the taxes work if an employee decides, you know, they want to, um, you know, get some money from daily pay or wait till their normal payday. How does the taxes work? Do you all calculate? Just how does it work? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. No, no, it's a great question. So a couple critical compliance things to keep in mind in this space. One is the employer integration is key because it allows you to verify whether uh, income has been earned or not. And then the second important thing to do is make sure you're never providing people that represent future wages, right? If you, uh, if your funds are related to earned income, uh, under the regulatory structure and regulatory analysis we've seen, that's the critical component and having it not be a loan, right? It makes sense logically, right? If it's, if it's something I haven't earned yet, then that's probably a loan. If it's something I have earned yet, it's mine. And so within that, uh, some people would say, oh, well, you know, your gross rate is $15. We'll give you $15 an hour for what we see you work and you figure out the rest. For us, that's a really dangerous proposition because you don't want to have the IRS chasing individuals, especially you know, lower income hourly individuals for tax bills. So what our system does is, again, time and attendance feed, and then we have the accounting feed from the employer. So we can see on an anonymized basis what the uh, deductions to get from gross to net pay are for each individual. And we have what's called, a, it's actually, a, we have a patent filed right now. I think it's either issued or about to be issued. It's called the dynamic income algorithm. And it uh, you know processes that historical earnings data for each individual and processes their elections and says, your net to gross ratio for this pay period is 77.24%. And the next pay period, it may be different because a garnishment came into place in between the pay period. So this dynamic income algorithm helps us 
adjust from gross pay to net pay because for us, we want to be in the business of people providing net take-home pay. We don't want to have to be creating some sort of weird tax man issue for them. We're going to say, this is your money. This is what would have shown up in your paycheck next Friday. Why are you loaning it to your employer for a week and a half? If you want it now, you should be able to access it now. If you don't want it now, don't pay a single penny and just wait for your payday. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because that was going to be my next question. What if they have deductions, you know, 401ks, you know, all that type of stuff, health benefits. Um, how does that play in? So from what I gather, it's you all take net daily pay and that includes taxes, that includes deductions, that includes garnishments, whatever they have going on. And then they have access to that money and the payroll system runs just as it normally would on payroll day. Yeah, and that's the critical element here of having the employer involved, right? Because without your employer's involvement, we wouldn't have that critical data. And you'd be in a position where you're probably lending to people. So for us, this is a, you know, essentially a real-time stream of payroll and it's facilitated by that, you know, deep integrated employer link. So very excited to bring that to a lot of these industries. Uh, you know, a lot of frontline workers are on the platform. And so for us, we're in the business of helping them make life work in between pay periods. Absolutely. Now there's a, a stat that I just wanted to get to. Um, and it says you all are saving on average $1,205 a year in overdraft fees, late fees, and payday loan interest. That is significant. Yeah, there's a lot of money to be saved here. One thing that people don't realize from a financial standpoint is, you know, we talk through the very dangerous nature of the payday loan industry. The overdraft industry is a real silent killer as well. Um, it's actually uh, larger than the payday loan industry, depending on some of the metrics you look at, um, you know, pushing $20 billion a year. And then sadly, similar to payday loans, overdraft fees are typically concentrated in a small portion of accounts. It's something like, I believe, now don't go in this step, but it's about right. 12% of accounts account for over 80% of overdrafts. And as you can imagine, those accounts are, are focused in black and brown communities, low income communities, and the most vulnerable types of consumers. So very dangerous. And if you can imagine, you know, for, for, for some people you say, oh, you know, yeah, $35, that's a, that's a big step back. But uh, what's the big deal? First of all, $35 is a lot of money. It is. And second of all, just like payday loans, the, the average, you know, that average 12% isn't just doing $35 once and moving on with their life. Well, what, what Daily Pay did is we did an in-depth poll, would love to, uh, sorry, research study we'd love to walk you guys through is we asked our users their financial behavior before and after having access to Daily Pay. And we were initially, you know, shocked from a negative standpoint what the prior status quo was. But for us, it made us so excited because it was the impact of Daily Pay. So before having access to daily pay users reported being, uh, you know, having to rely recently on a payday loan. That's four times the national average. With overdraft, there were uh, almost 40% of users said that they were relying on overdraft fees and one in five were saying they were doing it once a month or more. So once a month or more, can you imagine paying $70, $70 or $105 a month to your bank just for overdraft charges? And so those are the users who have so much to gain here, right? If you're paying $100 a month to your overdraft, uh, to your bank for overdraft, you can replace that with two, four or $6 of daily pay. I mean, that's all the difference in the world. So we actually looked at this. This isn't just kind of a back of the envelope math number. We did a deep investigation. We, we, uh, we hired actually some of the original CFPB employees. Um, there were people who worked at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau under President Obama and Director Cordray, who was part of the original team who stood up that agency. And we, we asked them to come please and look at our user base, ask our users any questions you want to figure out these important questions. And what they found was, you know, a large portion of users, you know, almost half of them were regularly relying on either payday loans or overdraft fees. 
And the amounts in question are so much that uh, from what we saw from the data, if you're a regular uh, payday, uh, if you're regularly relying on payday loans, you can save up to $900 a loan on daily pay. And if you're regularly reliant on overdrafts, you can save $600 a loan. So depending on a year, sorry, on that, you know, depending on that mix, right, you can imagine how you easily get to $1,000 or more in savings every year. So for us, what we're seeing is the people who need it the most, lower income, financially vulnerable folks who are most preyed on, who are just sucking $1,000 plus out of that, out of that bank account or that take-home pay to these services that really aren't providing a lot of value can say, Let's put almost all of that money, not all of it, but almost all of it back in your pocket so that you can keep moving on with life. You shouldn't have to rely on something like a $35 fee if there's a two-day gap between when a bill is due and when your money comes in. I know, and I'll never forget, anytime I think about overdraft fees, I'll never forget my first experience with them when I was 16 at my first job. And I, w I went over maybe like 20 cents and they took $35. And I said, you know what? <laughs> and then it got to a point where like <laughs> they were taking $35 at least a few times yeah. every paycheck because, you know, once one thing comes- Overdraft sequencing too. Yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that one thing come, tries to come out, next thing tries to come out. I'm already not, I don't have enough. And so it's just, and it got to the point where they would take my whole little, you know, CVS paycheck. And I'm Turn just that, like, yeah. It's ridiculous. And so I said, you know what? I got something for you all. I turned off the direct deposit and I said, just give me my check in, um, in hand. So that way yeah. it's not continuously coming out um, because I mean, my whole entire check would be gone. And now granted right. at that time I was 16. So I didn't have like real big girl bills and things like that. But I could imagine if there was someone that did like that is crazy and it's detrimental. So I'm so excited about this. Now talk about savings because I wanted to hit on this point too. Daily Pay also has a way that people can do savings within the app, correct? Yeah. So we're at this fantastic point in the relationship between the employer and the employee, right? We sit right with the employee as they earn money. And the holy grail as a as a savings and policy nerd is automatic split direct deposit, right? So what what people want to hope um, more people do in the long run is set aside, you know, it can even just be a few bucks or a very small portion of your payday. But if you can set a, an automatic rule that says a little bit of your pay can go to savings, that really adds up over time, over years, over your life. And part of that difficulty for a lot of people is to get started, right? And, you know, there's a lot of policy discussion about is it right or isn't it right to force people into the system? We're not going to get involved in that debate, but what we have built is really seamless technology to allow anyone to set up a split direct deposit system, an automatic direct deposit system right within daily pay. You don't have to open a special account. It works with, it's compatible with any savings account out there. So with the touch of a few buttons in daily pay, you can say, I automatically want to set aside 20, 40, $50, 10% of my paycheck to automatically go into savings every pay period. And a lot of people are increasingly doing it. We rolled this tool out last year. It's very exciting for me. Um, for us, it's like, that's again, that holy grail of savings policy. And then what we wanted to do is offer people options. So for people who aren't savers yet, we wanted to help them build the habit. So we have that auto save program that allows you to set it and forget it, which is really the, the, the best place to be long run. But some people aren't ready to sign up for that yet. So we have two other options for them. One is called direct save, which is just like our core on demand pay tool for free. You can send money to a savings account whenever you want in between your pay period. So that allows people to kind of essentially use the same daily pay concept directly to a savings account, and it's free always. We've also introduced what's called Roundup Save, which allows you to, if you do need to access daily pay for a transaction in between pay periods, round up to the nearest $20 or so like that, 
and put that money into savings. So we think that is kind of like the first step to getting people to auto save, which is the better policy outcome for people to have that, you know, set it and forget it type of approach to have savings. Uh, and for us, all these savings tools have always been free and will always be free. Um, and so we think it's a really cool part of the platform because, you know, you don't have to go to your HR department and ask them to set up a split direct deposit mm -hmm. and send them in your banking account details. You can do it all, you know, confidentially in the privacy of your own app. You can change the livers every pay period. You can say, hey, man, you know, I'm starting to make progress in life here. I want to start saving 50 or $80 instead of 20 a pay period. So Daily Pay enables you to do that. It's really cool to have people being able to not just, you know, make life work in between pay periods, but actually start building that first nest egg. Those are the things that really make us happy. Yes, yes. And that goes right along with what I teach here on Money Talk with Tiff. It's pay yourself first. So if you take it off the top, you won't even miss it. Um, so I'm glad that you all have that feature embedded. And I see this as a huge um, employee benefit that will definitely bring people in. So if we have any employers listening, it doesn't matter if you're big or small, um, <clears throat> this seems like a good employee benefit that more and more people will be more apt to work for your company just because of this. Um, because like he was saying, if you look at the gig economy, which is huge now, um, people are used to getting paid, you know, at least once they can, once a day or, you know, once every couple of days, you know, just depending. When I used to drive Uber and Lyft, that's what I loved about it. I'm like, ooh, I can go make some money real quick and get it in my account. Um, <laughs> and so this is something that I see as definitely a disruptor in the industry and I'm super excited about it. So Matt, if anyone was interested in finding out more about daily pay um, or, you know, as an employer getting it implemented and all of that stuff, how would they find you all? Yeah, the easiest way would be just to go to dailypay.com. We have a lot of information out there for employers and employees. Um, we have a whole research portal up there where a lot of the research I've talked about, we've put up on the public, uh, you know, on the website for everyone in the public to see. So uh, employees interested in the service, again, you do need your employer to sign up to be able to offer the service, but employers can find us right on dailypay.com. We have a very large sales and implementation team who deals with, again, some of the largest employers in the, in the nation. And even if you have as small as something like seven employees, we want to talk to you. So we think this is going to be part of the future. And, um, you know, we are serving some really critical industries too. I got to mention Tiffany, you know, uh, hospital systems are on our platform. Uh, some of the largest grocery chains in the nation are on our platform, home care facilities, um, retail, you know, everything you need to kind of keep the, the economy going in this very difficult time. Daily pay is really concentrated in a lot of those industries. And also on the employer point you mentioned, you know, it's a bit of a crazy, um, crazy uh, employment market out there. I've, uh, this is kind of new to me, right? I went down the street to try to get some dinner at Chipotle the other day and it was closed at 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, that's weird. And I came back the next day and it was closed again at 5 p.m. And I asked them why when I finally had a chance and they said, we're having a hard time finding workers. Um, and so employers are increasingly offering this service to say, you know, you shouldn't have to sacrifice a good paying job with benefits to get paid on a cycle that works for you, right? So, you know, nothing against Uber and Lyft, but if you can have a job in, instead that has a good wage and, and benefits, we'd like to help you keep that job. So if the difference between having to go to something else is, hey, I really need to pay be paid weekly versus every two weeks, or I need to be paid twice a week instead of every two weeks. Daily pay is that system that's going to help your employer keep you at your job or come to find a job that works for you. Right. And if you're listening to this episode and you're, you are an employee, then just go to your HR department and request it. And then when they ask for more information, go ahead and give them this podcast. <laughs> no, I kid. Um, but thank you so much, Matt, um, for coming 
coming on and just explaining what daily pay is, because I think a big portion of why I do Money Talk with Tiff is for exposure. So people can learn more about different options and different things that are out there because you don't know what you don't know. Right. Um, and Absolutely. so now if there's any employees listening, they're like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. And I would love to have this at my workplace. They can go to their HR department and they can say, do, have you all thought about daily pay? <laughs> and then um, if the HR department has never heard of it, they can now educate the HR department. And I just want to empower the employees as well. Please let them know what you want because the HR department, the company, they are there for you. And especially in this day That's and right. age where um, it's hard to find employees, they want to keep you. And so they'll listen to, you know, if they get enough people requesting and things like that, they will listen to what you need. So that way they can keep their employees and make sure the workplace is happy. So definitely be empowered and ask for what you want <laughs> at the end of the day. So thank you so much, Matt. And I'm so glad that you came on to explain more about daily pay because I had questions as you can see and all of them were answered. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Bye. Thank you for listening, joining, and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient. <laughs>